0: This morning, yeah. Yeah. nobody but the Lord Jesus Christ has been keeping us. Yes. Amen. Yes. And when you're grateful, Amen. it sets you up for more blessings. Yes. Hallelujah. You, Hallelujah! It sensitizes your spirit Hallelujah. that you know that He got you, you know that He loves you, you know that He's all over you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Glory! Thank you for joining us this morning. I hope you share with somebody because I think I got a message that's going to bless you. Even in the midst of this time, even in a time such as this, I I think I got a message that's going to encourage you in your your journey with Jesus. Amen. We are still working out of Psalms 23. Uh, We're just going to get to verse 2. Okay, we've been dealing with verse 1, but now we're moving on to verse 2. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're reading out of Psalms 23, verses 1 and 2, and it reads as such in our hearing. Reading out of the Amplified says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, to shield me. I shall not want, verse 2, He makes me lie down. In fresh, tender, green pastures. He lead me beside the still and restful waters. Amen. Hallelujah. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. Father, even now as we come, we ask that you move Tracy out the way. And through your spirit, Lord, you speak. Speak to every person under the sound of my voice. Lord, Lord, through your spirit, speak to our spirits. Let there, even in the midst of the sermon, refresh us, restore us, renew us. Father, we desperately, we desperately, need you to send times of refreshing. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may not understand this text, but hopefully I will make it clear. I, I had the privilege to, to go to Israel, and I was amazed because Israel is really a desert land. It is really, it is, it is full of, of mountains. It's, it's full of, uh, of sandy and rocky lands. It is full of, 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 of what you would say God put them in a hard place. Even though it's the promised land, it stands in the midst of feast and phantom. It stands in the midst of either you're gonna starve. And are you going you gonna to go to thirst to death or are you going to have plenty? I saw the parallel. I saw the opposite of both. I, I saw the land and I saw shepherds on the side of a hill knowing just where to lead their sheep. And, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't see much. I didn't see much because I saw all brown, I saw dirt, I saw rocks, but there was grass growing up in the crevices and the shepherd already knew where to lead them. And I said, is this the land of promise? Then I remember going to a marketplace and I'm seeing the fruit that is in the land and I never saw fruit so big before. Me and one of my friends, we stood there in amazement. I said, look at that banana. Look at that green pepper. Look at the fruit. Look at the size of the fruit. I understood why the grapes were so big back then, because even though the land is dry, because it only rains in the wintertime, the land has nutriments in it. And if it gets water in it, whatever is in the land produces increase, increase, much, much bigger, bigger, bigger. That's the blessing of God is the water. It's the water. It's the water. It's the water. My, my brother and sister, this, this illustration of what David is talking about. Is our journey with Christ. He's our shepherd. He leads us. He guides us. And it says that there will be times when he maketh us lie down. You know what that's saying to me? There's gonna be times that it's gonna be needed that he's gonna have to make us lie down because the journey is hard. There, There is a tension in this text. You may not see it, it's what the text is implying. It's saying that he maketh us lay down. Why? Because to get there took something. He's talking about the struggles of life, the struggle of going, that, that most of it is desert land. But there's times in our journey. There's times in our fight. There's times in our struggles. There's times in our frustration. Listen, God knows when you have come to the end of yourself. Many of us think that the Christian journey is supposed to be a yellow brick road. Let me tell you, it's a struggle. It's a fight. Everything that can go wrong seems like it does go wrong. Listen, the devil's going to fight you tooth and nail for you not to get to your purpose, for you not to get to your destiny, for you not to become what God has purpose for you to be. Listen, the devil, your enemy, is the small G O D of this world. But we got a shepherd that takes care of us, that watches after us, who makes a way out of no way. Hallelujah. Let me, let me, let me, let me dig a little bit more. Can I dig a little bit more? Look what it says. It says, fresh green passion is almost like is due and he makes the sheep lay down. He knows when you have had enough. He knows when you are about ready to pass out. Yeah. This, this week I, I, I'll talk to a number of people just talking to them and both are all three or all four illustrated how how life had pressed them, had, had, had drained them, and, and right in the nick of time, God said something. God did something. Adored. Listen, it doesn't even mean that he changed the situation. This is not a permanent This is a season, a moment, a time when you thought you was going to lose your mind that God steps in and he gives you exactly what you need. This is experiencing the goodness of the Lord. This is taste and see that the Lord is good. This is when nobody else can help you, but he steps in. This is when you're about ready. You have exhausted all of your resources and God does something and you wake up saying, I'm renewed, I'm restored. Have you been there? When you are even doing your best for the Lord, I promise you, there's going to be times when you have come to the end of your rope and some people say, tie a not. I disagree. That's when you need to lay prostrate before the Lord and say, Lord, you're my strength. Lord, you're my help. You're my everything. Hallelujah. Ezekiel helps us with this. Ezekiel 34, verse 13 and 16. Let's read it. He says, And I will bring them from the people and the gathering from the countries, and I will bring them to their own land. This is talking about Israel, but the principle also refers to us because he brought us out. He brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. He brought us out of the kingdom of Satan into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He said, I will feed them upon the mountains of Israel. Wait a minute. Most of the mountains in Israel is desert. It's hard to find lush ground in in Israel. The Mount Hermon has lush vegetation. And the reason it does is that it reaches so high up in altitude that the top of it is snow. The top of it is ice. So what happens is because of the dew point in the morning time, the dew falls down and covered the entire mountain. So that in the morning time, when it rises up and the sun comes out, it waters the mountain without rain. (laughs) Can can I I tell you something? Nobody else has to see your blessing. Nobody else will understand how God is doing it. Nobody else will be able to explain it. But you need to look up and say, I have a God that gives me due. He refreshes me. He waters me. He helps me. Let me, let me, listen, listen. Rest is when you got the strength to run on. Rest is when you thought you was through. But 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 you breathe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Yeah. Hallelujah! Won't, won't he keep on doing it over and over again? Do I have any witnesses in the house? That's why David said. He said, "I am confident. I I know it." Psalms 27. He said, "I know that I am confident. I am sure that the." Lord, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now listen to what he said. He said, it hasn't came yet, but based on my past experience, if I keep waiting, if I keep holding on, if I keep believing, I believe to see his goodness somehow, some way, God's going to show it right on time and give me what I need. See, I'm not waiting to get to heaven to see God. I, I want to see him down here. I, I I experience his goodness down here. I have an expectation on the table. Has anybody else got an expectation on the table? You know, listen, I, I don't tell him how to show up. I just want him to show up because if I tell him how to show up, I limit how he's gonna show up, but if I just let him be Lord in my life and God in my life, he blows my mind the way he shows. Yes, sir. I have a saying: New mission, knows I have a saying. I say, God will bless you to the place where he'll bless he'll bless your socks off with your shoes on. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, yes, he will. Let's read sweet on in, in Ezekiel. He says he says in he says in Ezekiel, maybe you got Ezekiel, but well, they don't lost Ezekiel too. Let's go back. He said, "I will feed them." Let's watch this. He said he said, "I, I will gather them from the country and I will bring them to their own land." He said, "I will feed them upon the mountains of Israel. I will the water course are streams are river." And in all the inhabited places of the country, I will feed them with good pasture. You know what he's saying? He said, like, I will feed you what you need. I will download into you. You have to be careful what mess you let in your ear gate, in your mouth gate, in your eye gate. Why are you going to eat from the devil's table when he's trying to kill you? Listen, faith cometh by hearing, but faith, you can believe in bad things. You have a negative attitude. You know what? You need to stay away from negative people. You need to stay away from negative TV. You need to feed yourself with the things of God that it gives you hope. If what you're listening to is not giving you hope, why listen to it? Matter yeah. of fact, let me explain what hope is. Hope is not I wish. The biblical hope is I have an expectation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you. I got an expectation. Yeah. I got an expectation of what God has told me, what have shown me. I'm, I'm leaning and dependent on the character of God. And I can't let the world and the world yeah. system steal from me what I know about him. Yeah. Did you know him? Have you experienced him in this walk, in this journey? Listen, your faith will be tested. The one thing that Satan is throwing the kitchen sink at is your faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He don't care about your job, but he know you care about your job. So he will make your boss not like you on your job. Listen, he don't care about your car, but he'll make the car act up, the garage act up. Why? Because he wants to speak into your mind that God doesn't care. In Exodus 34, when God is, and they don't have it, in Exodus 34, when God is speaking to Moses, and Moses asks to see his glory, which means his character. One of the first things that I just learned this that, that that verse is the most quoted verse in the Bible, by the Bible, where he talks about, I'm a God of compassion, long suffering. The word compassion in the Hebrew means this you're in my womb. Let me explain. God is not, you cannot box got in to gender. God is God, but when he made man and female, male and female, he so much, he had to break himself up in two. (laughs) The male is the right side of God's portrait. The female is the left side of God's portrait because where the female has compassion, that is as much God as the male wants to cover. Y'all get me? So, So when he describes himself, the first thing he brings out is, he said, I am a God who holds you in my womb Which means I cover you. I'm connected to you and you to me. He said, you may not know this, but I have you. I'm impregnated with you. Like a mother body takes care of the body within her. It changes because of the baby that is holding. He said, I am taking care of you. I can't depart myself from you if I wanted to. That's how much I'm into you. You're in my womb. I have enveloped you. I'm taking care of you. That's what you see here with the sheep. Yes, sir. That's what you see. That's what's going on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next verse. What he says here, he said, he says, he said, I will feed my sheep, and I will call them. Listen, it's it's it's, it's what is it said in the Psalms by David. Ezekiel says, he said, I will call, I will make them lie down. I know how to take care of you. I know how to make you lie down. Yes, I will take care of you. Listen, and and, and, and I'll put you in a good. Fall, that means some place to inhabit to stay, to dwell in a fat in a good pasture, and they shall feed upon where it is dry. <laughs> they will feed upon in troubled times. When it looks like nothing is there, yes, I'm there. Uh-huh. We go the next verse. If you got it, if you don't, it's okay. I will feed my sheep and I will cause them to lay down, says my God. That's the picture that David is giving us of of God taking care of us, of God watching after us, of God making a way for us. Our God is a mighty God. Acts chapter 3 Verse 17, here Peter is preaching, and and he says this. He says this. He says, and I just look at this and not really understand what it meant. He says, and after he saved you, he was in times of refreshing. I will refresh you. Yet now, brother, I know that you did it in ignorance and also your rulers he says, but those things which God foretold by the mouth of his prophets. The Christ would suffer; He has now fulfilled. Hallelujah. Yeah, Hallelujah. Repent and therefore and be converted, be changed, metamorphosed, that your sins may be blotted out. So I said, so times, times, not one time, but in your journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would send times. A refresh said, from the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. But well, what is he talking about? There's times in your journey that God will just visit you. <laughs> listen, listen. God will show up in unexpected times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have, have you ever you was minding your own business and all of a sudden you start crying? And it wasn't sad tears, it was happy tears. You started remembering from what God brought you from. You started remembering how good he's been. Have you ever went to the store and you was looking at the steaks and you look over and you saw the chicken feet? The chicken feet. Remember when you couldn't have four wings? You, your mama made a meal out of the feet? how in the world do you make a meal out of chicken feet but now you have moved up from chicken wings and chicken thighs and chicken drawers so now every once in a while you get a steak isn't god good you gotta know that's the goodness of god and the presence of god refreshing for recognize when it's God be sensitive in your spirit know that it's his presence that's doing that for you John 10 10 he says he says he says he says in 9 John 10 and 9 he talked about pastures. that notice I'm feeding you I'm downloading into you okay that's what he's talking about I make you lie down then, then the summer says this. He says, He's making me lie down in green pasture and leave me beside the still waters. Why still waters? Because rough waters, the sheep will get drowned. Amen. Their wool is heavy. And sheep will keep on growing until they cut it. So now what happens is, He's taken them to water that's not rough that they can put their feet in to cool off their feet. Hallelujah. Notice even with us, if your feet is high, your whole body gets high. So many times you kick the covers off your feet. (laughs) If your feet is cold, the whole body is cold. So you put socks on your feet. Okay, so so can you imagine after walking in a desert place to be able to put your feet in cool water and not be afraid that the current is going to take you away? Thank you. you. Hallelujah. You know what he's saying here? He said, "I will put you in a place of pleasure, and the current of this world won't be able to sweep you away." Thank you, Lord. I will let you enjoy the good things of life. And, and, and you, you would know the proper place to put it. You, you won't get caught up with with, with riches. There's no problem with having riches, but, but you won't have the love of money because you'll recognize that, that, that your money came from him. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, he said, he said you, you won't get caught up with the world system because you will recognize that I'm your shepherd. I'm your Lord, I'm your leader, I'm your source, I'm your resource, I'm your everything. Water is also a sign of the Holy Spirit. It is our Holy Spirit that is in us, that is around us. Did, did you know you're the temple of God? Did you know that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit has come to tabernacle with us? Did you know that, that in the Old Testament, which is a picture of the New Testament, it's a shadow of the New Testament, that when Israel would have the tabernacle of God, the ark of God, the ark of God was right in the middle. He wanted to be Emmanuel, God with us, God in us, God all around us guess what? We don't need the ark anymore. You know what? We are the ark of God. He has come to make his abode in us. Hallelujah. Listen to John. In John chapter, chapter 7 verse 37 he said, he said, listen, listen yeah. let's go back Woo. let's go back to 36. Let me explain what's happening. I'm getting too excited. It is the Feast of the Tabernacle. It is the Feast of Booths where it is the, on Sunday and they are celebrating from where they came from yes, when they used to have to live in tents and now they got houses. It says in that important day of the Feast, the Feast of Booth, the Feast and its harvest also, if the priests will come out where they got water and put it in golden uh, Chalice, golden vessels, and they were poured out as living water. Yeah. Yeah. It was a celebration. They were celebrating, and they were saying, "God's been good. Look, He brought us from bed and tents, and now we got houses." God has kept us. He provided the harvest. God's been good to us. We, 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 we God still is blessing. Even though we're an, an oppression for the Roman soldier, God is still good. So, so Jesus sees them, and while they are pouring out the water, the scripture says Jesus stood up and cried out. That I means with a loud voice, he said, "If any man cometh unto me, out of the innermost part of his being, out of his belly, which means out of the innermost part of his being, where the spirit abides, shall flow rivers of living waters. Look what he's saying. He said, and it shall spring up in you. Guess what? Know what he's saying? He said, when pressure on the outside is pressing against you, when it seems like the devil, got your address when it seems like you don't know what to do he said don't lose your mind don't give up you need to encourage yourself like David encouraged himself when when, when his family and their family was taken away and the man was talking about, about, about stoning him the bible said David stirred up what was in him he started talking about God, I know you. I know what you've done. I know who you are. I, and he began to say, I know you with me. I know I'm your child. I know you I'm your anointed. I know you have proven to me over and over and over again. And it said that David stirred up. He encouraged. Then he said, I asked the Lord, should I go to battle? And the Lord said, Yeah. You're not always going to What's yours, you're going to take what is theirs Somebody today Need to stir up Let the flow of the Holy Spirit Raise up in you Start praising him Even if you don't feel like it Start thanking him If you have nothing to thank him for Why can't you stir up the Holy Ghost You're fanning the fire Of the Spirit And watch God change your attitude Oh yes he will Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. David, help me some more. David says in Psalm 27 at the end, he says, though I'm running from King Saul, though I'm in the desert, though I'm running from my life, though I don't understand why it's been so long. He said, I know too much to doubt him. I've been through too much to let go of him now. See, you can't make me doubt him no matter what comes at me. He said, I believe I got confidence. There's something in my spirit that lets me know God's not through blessing me it may not look good right now laugh at me if you want to make fun at me if you want to but my god my savior my lord he's promised me that he got more for me so i'm gonna wait right here i'm gonna be of good courage i'm gonna wait on Him with expectation because i know what he's done in the past He's going to do in the future. I don't know where. I don't know how. But I know who. Do you know who? His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus the Lord. He's able to keep you. He's able to sit refreshing. He's able to make a way for you. Just trusting. Just hold on never would have made it. I never would have made it if it wasn't for the times of refreshing. Would have lost my mind. Despair would have killed me. But God unexpectedly showed up in various ways and gave me exactly what I needed to hold on and have the faith to run on in his name's sake. He promised that he's going to do that for you. Call on him. Praise him. Thank him. Let him know he got you. Let him know he loves you. Let him know that you believe him. Yes, at his word. Mm-hmm. Even in such a time as this, on this journey, you are in his womb. You are a part of him. He's pregnant with you, and that means everything. Hallelujah, if you don't know him, I ask that you accept him. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me. I come to you now. I believe that you died for my sin and you rose again. Lord, I give you my life. Lord, I don't even know how, but I place my faith in you. If you do that, help come in. If you trust him, you will begin to experience times of refreshing where he makes you lie down, where he gives you cool water to drink, where he just shows up in your trouble. He's that real. There's a number that they're going to show on screen. If you call the first number, somebody will answer the second number for prayer, and if you accept it the call the 400 number, the other one you can leave is the church number, and you can get information. Hallelujah? Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for being so attached, so into us, so involved in us. But sorry for the times that we doubted you. Sorry for the times that we gave up on you. But I'm so glad you never gave up on us. Lord, you are faithful when we're not faithful. Lord, you are good when we're not good. I don't know why you love us so much, but I'm just so glad. Thank you. That you do. Lord, grateful yes, that you're pregnant with us. Yes. <laughs> you pray, though we kick and though we fight and though we do all sorts of stuff. you cannot let go of us because you love us like that. So, Lord, all across the world, touch. Let them sense your presence. Send a time of refreshing. Is allow your anointing to fall, your presence to fall on them. Your peace, your joy, your love on them. We thank you. We love you. We praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the worship service. I hope this message blesses you. Hallelujah. Praise to you. Hallelujah. Right. See you next week. <laughs> Tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. Yeah. The economy's down. Yeah. People can't get enough pay. Yeah. Ask for me.